Hello, and welcome to the local side of Key West. I am your host, Kelly, and today we are talking true crime in Key West. Let's go. That's how we're going to start this. <laughs> Listen, all right, hold on. <laughs> Cheers. It's Taco Tuesday, and it's officially Taco Tuesday, because I'm just going to tell you I have the best clients on earth, and one of them actually brought down Patron Citronage because we still can't get it here. Let's cheers to our customer. I'm not going to say your name, but thank you so much. Cheers to you. We love you to death. Mm. And speaking of death, this, this is Fantasy Fest. Oh, I love Fantasy Fest. Everything is happening except the parades, okay? The big stuff's not happening. But if you follow me on social media, you know the zombie bike ride happened. I'm just going to name people by name here, but a company called WeCycle, where you can rent bicycles, is the one that puts on the zombie bike ride every year, and they have canceled it two years in a row due to COVID. So the locals are annoyed that they keep canceling it and decided to do our own, <laughs> which is terrific. Last year... Didn't seem we needed them to organize it. Doesn't seem like we need WeCycle to organize our uh, zombie bike ride. So the year Keith and I... The last year, Keith and I did the zombie bike ride. We heard there was 11,000, well, somewhere between 8,000 and 11,000 participants, okay? And that is incredible, but honestly, it would probably have been our one of our last anyway because it's just too much. You basically walk your bike in 3,000 degree weather with latex on your face, and it's, it's kind of torture, <laughs> right? So just a little word of mouth, social media and the town talking. About 400 got together. Yeah, 400 people. So last year they did it when it was canceled, and they said there was about 30 of them. This year we all did it. We didn't do it last year because I didn't know. Mm -hmm. This year they did it, and we thought there was about 300. We talked to the police uh, who did escorts for us, and they said it was about 400 people. Oh, boy. It grows fast. It does. And when the cops all started pulling up, because, you know, they were not supposed to have the the run, but the cops all started pulling up. And everyone was like, oh, I got ready to get tickets. And we're like, you're not doing anything illegal. You're riding your bike. You're allowed to ride your bicycle wherever you want. And so the police were awfully nice. And they kept us all organized. And they put us on the track that they wanted us to go instead of us just randomly riding our bikes around the town. Blocked intersections. They blocked intersections. It was wonderful. Blocked the ball. They kept us all safe. So thank you to the Key West Police Department for that. We appreciate you. And we had the best freaking time. I... I dressed up as a nurse and like people think I'm going to be like a cute kitten because I'm so full of love on my pages and stuff. And then I'm this nurse who was like faces all slashed and I had stitches and I had Dr. Hopkins over there dress up, up, slash me up, gave him a knife. I like Keith cut me up and we decorated our bikes. Go to my, go to my Instagram, uh, Kelly underscore keys underscore nine thirty. And check it out. That's we had the best freaking time. My stories are probably almost gone, but there are some there are some videos up. We had a great time, didn't we? We did. Keith said he fell in love with our city again. Well, that's the reason we moved here. Right. Festivals and freedom. I know. And all I want to do is like today is two two Tuesday. So all I want to do is go to Tutu and Company and put my tutu on and dance around Tutu and Company. <laughs> But instead... Instead, here I am, having margaritas with you fine folks. <laughs> recording the podcast. Recording the podcast. It's all right. Don't feel bad, because 
it's it's a school night anyways, and we have to get up early. It's not like I we, have to get up early. It's not like we were gonna go anyway. No. But well, I have a question for you guys as well. You guys, you guys, drink. Drink your margarita, your delicious margarita. Thank you so much to my wonderful client. So I have a question for you guys. I was thinking about having some of uh, some shirts or tank tops or something made. I say tank tops because it's hot here. I know it's not hot everywhere. So shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts or tank tops made for the podcast, the local side of Key West. And I was curious if any of you would actually purchase them. So if you would... Just shoot me a little message on any social media, or you can email me at Kelly, K E L O Y, at theconciergegirl.com. And let me know if you guys would purchase. Is it worth your while? Yeah, should I make these? Setup fees, you know, not cheap and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it costs. They'll probably be about $25 to $30 a shirt. I'm not sure, depending on what it costs me to make them. Sure. Yeah. So, anyway, if you guys are interested, plus shipping, obviously. So, if you guys are interested in any of that, let me know. Also, another thing I want to talk about, Keith and I had the privilege of touring the cutest newer hotel in Key West. It's like a mm, like a B and B. It's but more not, like a B and B, but I don't know if they do I don't, breakfast. No, he's not doing breakfast and so things like that. So it's an old house on Francis Street. It's called the Porch on Francis, mm-hmm. and it is spectacular. Great guy owns it, runs it. Him and his wife, but I think he runs it most of the time because she's not here all the time. And he actually... His name is Jeff. Yeah. He's actually not going up on his pricing nope. to gouge people. Like, you know how mad I am at these hotels. You guys listen enough. He's not going up on his pricing. His pricing's actually super affordable. He said he actually has rooms there for like 220 bucks a night. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Like, fantasy fest. So, uh, he has rooms that go up to $700 a night as well. But, During boat races. But no, I'm saying, like, During his range. Prime, no, he goes to 480 normal on his highest room, but he does raise them a little bit for boat races when it is busy and, and, and he deserves to raise them. He should. The place is located in a great location. It's downtown, old town. Listen, the room that's the expensive room. Oh. Oh, oh my God. I'm living it. Oh my God. It's like a little, oh, I can't even. It's, I, it's an actually an old storefront. It was that, old meat market. Old meat market of Key West <laughs> back in the 1900s. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful. He's done an amazing job. Mm. He hand-built a lot of the furniture. His wife his, hand-sewed. Wait, his wife? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you own a hotel here, don't listen to this part unless you're Jeff. <laughs> but his, so when I go to hotels, right, I'm really snobby about hotels. And I like white blankets. I'm just going to say it. Well... Then you go to these hotels and they have like those, you know the blankets. Honey, explain the blanket. Nylon. They snag in your fingernails and they snag in your skin on your hands. And then they put, it's like golden red nylon blanket. <laughs> and then they put those little... Throws. They're like, you know, they go at the end of the bed. The it's like a throws. long, it looks like a table runner. Foot throws. Foot throws. Is it called a foot throw? Google it. It looks like a table runner, but it's on the end of your bed. You know what I'm talking about. It's decorative. It's music. And then they put like... A gold one on top of... Oh, it's so ugly. If you are doing that as a hotel, shame on you. Nobody wants to look at that. I literally take those off beds, fold them up, and put them in the closet. (laughs) If I'm decorating your bed, because it's ugly. (laughs) So, if I decorated your bed and you think it might have been there, go look in your closet. It's probably in there. Anyway, his wife hand-sewed them, their their foot throws on their beds. 
Oh, they're beautiful. Props to her. She did an amazing job. The place is furnished. Bed scarf. Bed or scarf. Bed runner. Bed runner. I said look like a table runner. They're uh anyway, the furniture is beautiful. Everything's gorgeous in there. Oh, I I'm in love with it. So anyway, it's called the Porch on Francis again. If you guys need more information, let me know. They are not sponsoring this podcast, but if he wants to, I'll talk about him more. <laughs> I just want to tell you we had a great time look you know, looking at the hotel. You can go to my Instagram and I uh, put a reel up of it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Is there anything else? No, just he's uh, talking about his place. Yeah. He's, he's well deserved of being busy, so he's done a great job with the place. It's beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> the porch. Did you talk about the porch? I talked. It's called the the porch. Oh I didn't talk about the God, porch. God, the porches. They're gorgeous. They're huge. They have beautiful carpets on them with nice rocking chairs, and, and mm. the view is amazing. I mean, even the downstairs porch was nice, but man, the view from the upstairs. Wow. I want to sit up there and drink champagne. Coffee. No, and not whatever. champagne. That's not champagne. That's wine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nice wine. Crossing a nice little restaurant. Oh, yeah, it's right across from Cafe Soleil. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Call them. Book it. So, moving on, as Keith would say, I have literally talked about everything Halloween that you could possibly talk about and haunted that you could possibly talk about. I feel like it's been a month of amazingness. <laughs> this is Kelly's love, by the way. Uh, Death and gore. I put a poll up on social media asking if people wanted to see more of my makeup, and they do. So I'm going to do another makeup on Instagram. Yay! Yay. I'm going to make Keith go out. We'll like, go to dinner, and Keith will look normal, and I'll walk around with some blood and gore on my face. Clemente's here. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I've talked about so much stuff. This week, I'm going to talk about my... I don't want to say my favorite thing, because that's creepy. You're creepy. I'm a little creepy. This is the girl that wants to walk through the graveyard at night. I really wanted to walk through it with our costumes on and take pictures, which yeah. might happen on Halloween. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Luckily, so, they close at dark. <laughs> you need to take pictures during the day. Mm-hmm. So, I am super into true crime. And there used to be a podcast down here... I hope, you know, they probably don't listen to my podcast. They were from D.C. and also lived here, which was really cool because we were also from the same general area and live here. And they did a whole true crime podcast. And I could tell that they ran out of stuff probably to talk about or, you know, doing a podcast is a lot of work. And it doesn't have a lot of love. That's why I always read your reviews because, I don't know, it just... You don't get a lot of love for doing a podcast. <laughs> so you don't make any money. You don't get a lot of love. So their podcast was called Murders in Paradise, which is super cool. So go go listen to their podcast. But anyway, they kind of inspired me to do this week. I'm going to talk about true crime in, key, in the keys. True crime in the keys. I'm going to tell you now, this is another one that's got to be censored. Sorry, guys. If you're not into true crime, just skip this week. Um, if you're not into blood and guts and gore, maybe skip it too. I'm going to try to keep it. One of them's really, it's about a serial killer and he's pretty gross. So why'd you look at me? Am I rambling? No, go ahead. Okay. So anyway, I picked up three stories that I thought were super interesting that you guys might not even know the true crime that's happened here. And it's recent stuff. It's not, 
the old stories that I've told you about, like ghost stories. Are you ready for this, babe? This is your old thing. No, no, you're going to be into this one. You're going to be into this one. Mark Braun. Bran? Brant. Do you know who that is? I do not. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to mention the name of his company. If you feel the need to, you can. But you're usually pretty good at being my filter. But once I start talking about the story, pretty good at my filter on the podcast. Once I start talking about the story, you're going to know. So I don't know if I should say the name of the company or not. All right. Mark Brand, 8-14-2017 is when oh, this incident Lord. happened. You know what I'm talking about now, don't you? A&M. You mentioned the damn company right away. Whatever. Whatever what? Whatever. A&M Scooters. He was one of the. He was the last owner. He's the good guy in he the story. He was the M. Just so you know. He was the M and A. Okay, I just didn't know. <laughs> I know people talk about it, but I'm. Andy know. passed away years ago. Mark passed away. Uh, 2017. 2017. 8-14-17. Okay. Again, all the sensors because it's true crime. Any triggers? If you have kids, just turn it off. Listen later, though. It's Warning, fine. folks. Warning. This is not G-rated tonight. No, no. All right. Justin Tyler Calhoun, who is 24 years old. Wait, are you actually going to say what happened to the poor guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is X-rated. No, not X-rated. <laughs> no, no, no. There was nothing X-rated that happened to him. What they were doing was probably X-rated. Okay. Uh, wait, listen. <laughs> Justin Tyler Calhoun is 24. He is a male, but identifies as a female. You can go and look at his mugshot. That's it. Uh, he he lived with Mark, which I didn't realize he lived with Mark. I thought he was quote unquote he was visiting with Mark yeah, at the time. Mark allowed him to stay there because they were. Well, Mark was sixty-seven, and Justin. I'm not going to say 24. his name again. Calhoun was twenty-four. So, what do you think was happening? Well, Mark was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Apparently, they got into an argument about whether or not Mark was a cannibal. <laughs> I don't understand, but that is actually what they were fighting about. I, I think Mr. Calhoun was on big-time drugs. Delusional. Yeah, he was a freaking whack job. Uh, so they were arguing about whether or not Mark was a cannibal, and the fight had escalated. And this is what Calhoun admitted he did to Mark. Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath, y'all. If you can't handle it, fast forward a lot. So he admitted to stabbing pens. Mark was alive when this happened. Stabbing pens in Mark's eyes, bludgeoning his face with a dresser drawer, and taking a piece of the wood and shoving it down poor Mark's throat while he was alive. Are you letting that sink in? My heart is sad. The owner, that was it. The owner of the house entered the room after hearing... That's all it was. That The owner of the house? Yeah, there was an owner. The owner of the house entered the room after hearing blood-curdling screams, and Mark was flown to Miami, where he later died from his injuries. I know you heard other things happened, but that is all of the research I did. So I don't know if well, the stuff the, we heard... true inside to it. We're not going to go but there. But we're not going to go there. Because if it's not in the there. news, I don't want... Oh, or okay. Mark, you know... Uh, this crazy dude Calhoun is in life in prison with no This parole. guy robbed Mark of, of a lot of money. Mark always kept a lot of cash around and apparently climbed out of the window. Wait, 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 real quick. This is 
that what I told you is what was in the news. Okay. What we're gonna say now is what we well, heard as locals. This was in this the was all part of the investigation. Has he escaped and all that kind of stuff, so people right. wouldn't see him leaving. He stole Mark's car, uh, got away in his car. And of course, they called him later, and wow, what a mugshot! Go look at the mugshot. Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> it whatever you want to call him, he was the Don't great. He was bad. It was a. He was not. I know. He's, he was not. Keith wasn't mean to be insulting. No, it wasn't it, insulting. He was, go look at his mugshot. He's a weird dude, man. Yeah, there's something. He's definitely was on drugs. He had to be on drugs and something whacked out in his head because you don't just do those kind of things to somebody. Yeah, and he was. This is what we had heard actually happen. That Mark was like in the bathroom, and he came out, and this piece of crap was robbing him. Yeah. And then they got in a fight. And then he accused him of being in a cannibal. So, and then he jumped out the window after he did all that stuff to him. So that's what we had heard, but that's not what's on the news. Well, they try to keep QS a little cleaner. I want to tell stories, you guys. This, they do try to keep it very PC down here. Like crime does happen here all the time. It's better than many other places you'll live in. in it's the very United safe. States, I promise you that. I would walk the but, streets at three a.m. alone. I'm just telling mm-hmm. you, and I wouldn't where I used to live. Well, we lived in the D.C. area. Right. <laughs> I feel very safe here. Yeah. But crime does happen. They do keep it hush-hush. What's that website called? Mon- uh, MCS. Uh, Monroe, Monroe County, County Sheriff. Yeah, MCSO. Something. Yeah, SO.com. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> okay. That is a terrible story, though. I My heart breaks for that poor guy, what he must have felt. So, anyway, this is a little lighter. And then we're going to go a little darker again. We're going to go real dark after this one. But I thought we needed sure to lighten it up a little. Do you know who Sign is? No. It's C-Y-N-E. Never heard of that? No. You've never seen his tags anywhere? I've told you the stories. Probably. So he is a graffiti person down here. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, signs okay. everything signed yeah, C-Y-N-E. Yeah, yeah. So he has a little bit of a past that people don't know about. Which I think I've told you before what it is. But we're going to... Keith, I was looking at him. Sorry. But yeah. So, he is a former Fort Bragg soldier. This case was one of the otter cases heard in Fayetteville. Michael Ray Staggs is the victim in this case. So, basically, short, short story, Michael Ray Staggs was shot in the head um, in 2011 in Fayetteville as he was sitting in his truck at the, the Compare Foods parking lot. There's like a Chinese restaurant there. It's like a little, uh, like a shopping center. And someone just shot him in the head. Witnesses saw a burgundy truck and they saw a flash and a bang coming from an F-150 that was burgundy uh, that was parked next to Stag's car. So Mims, which, did I say his name before? Brandon Joseph Mims is Sign's actual name. So Mims drove a burgundy Ford F-150. He had receipts from being in the Chinese restaurant at the same time this poor guy was killed there was so much against him that he murdered this guy basically sitting in this parking lot but he was found not guilty by the jury because they didn't have enough evidence all of the jury stated that they thought he was guilty but it wasn't like a proven fact in court it's called beyond they couldn't be beyond a reasonable doubt they couldn't why are you telling me that why didn't you say it 
They couldn't find this him guilty. Your <laughs> it is not mine. It is our podcast. Mm. And they couldn't find him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. There wasn't enough evidence. So they had to let him go, even though every single juror thought he was guilty. Then he comes down here, which is super creepy because he's obviously a murderer. I'm oh, finding him guilty just by what I read. Hiding kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Escaping from reality. And then he comes down here and he's like, oh, I got away with murder. I should start spraying graffiti all over the key, all over Key West. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's what we like. Yeah. So he was arrested for that. And there was this little quote in the thing that I read, which I thought was cute. It said, locals were really happy he was arrested. And a local person, Mark Heaton, he's a local oh photographer. He says, I'm not really offended by the graffiti or the street art. I'm offended by how lame and boring his tagging is. <laughs> I thought that was great. So, I don't know what's going on with sign now. But when you get away with murder, murder. Why you don't you not break low. the freaking law, you moron? <laughs> then go live on a boat and be quiet with yourself. Go paint boats or something. Old boats. I mean, it's an artist community. If you were an actual artist, you could sell your art. But you just run around painting sign on everything. I'm going to say it. He's, he's lame. <laughs> Okay. That so, was that was a that was a true crime. I he's can't. a murderer that got away with murder and lives here. How many people do you think got away with murder and moved to Key West? A lot. Yeah, I have a cool, interesting fact about someone <laughs> at the end of this podcast. A lot. A lot. It's just creepy to know that he was kind of like celebrity is the wrong word because nobody cares. He was no. a celebrity when he got arrested. He was an annoying character that down here. Y'all, this is like my favorite story, and it's... T- I don't want to say favorite. It's the most interesting story out of all of them. It's dark. It's way darker than the other ones. I'm going to breeze through it. I'm not going to detail because I'm not a true crime podcaster. Hold on to your butts, guys. Your butts? Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butt. Charlie freaking Brandt. If you go to Google and put his name in, so much comes up it's dark it's deep it's gory i'm not going that way because i'm not a true crime podcaster i'm just going to tell you what happened you just like gore (sighs) this is tough (laughs) 1971 what year were you born honey (laughs) moving on 1971 a 13 year old charlie brant shot his parents they lived in indiana he, he shot his parents at point blank range. His dad survived, but his pregnant mom died along with the baby she was carrying. Charlie went into his sister's room. His sister's name was Angela. He went to go murder her too, and his gun jammed. So she convinced Charlie to grab their infant sister, who was also fine, and flee to a neighbor's house where Charlie walked up and said, I just shot my mom and dad and murdered them. Even though dad survived, he didn't know. Whew. Brant spent one year in a psych hospital. He was too young to be tried for murder back then. He was released after a year being there to his dad's custody. Like, why is dad taking this kid? He shot him and murdered his wife. Pregnant wife. Pregnant wife. So he released him into the dad's custody, and the family literally never spoke about it again. What? I don't even understand that. To each their own, I guess. 
because of all this, everybody knew the family and what happened. They moved to Florida. In 1986, Brant married a girl named Terry Helfrich. No relatives were invited to the wedding, and his sister Angela, the girl he tried to shoot and the gun jammed, told Brant to tell his wife about the murders. She thought, hey, this girl should know before she marries you that you murdered someone and wanted to murder more people, but the gun jammed. But he didn't tell her. So the couple settled into a house in Big Pine, in 2004, Hurricane Ivan was coming, so they evacuated to their niece's house near Orlando. Do you remember the story, honey? I do now. He was obsessed with his niece. His niece was named Michelle Jones. Obsessed. Like, he checked her drawers and pulled out her underwear. He called her his little Victoria's Secret. It's very creepy. <sighs> So that was uh, September 2nd they got up there. On September 13th they were still there and a friend was supposed to come over. A friend of Michelle's was supposed to come over but Michelle had said no, uh, Charlie and his wife were fighting. It was very intense and it was not a good idea that they came. And then silence. Her mom called her. The friend called her. Nobody could get a hold of anyone. There was no contact at all. The woman named Debbie Knight went to the house to do a wellness check when she found Brant's body hanging in the garage, decomposing, he'd hung himself with veggies. They all, this is where it's gonna get dark. I can't, I can't not say these details, I'm sorry. They also found the bodies of Brant's wife, Terry, and the niece, Michelle. Terry had been stabbed several times in the chest while lying on the couch, and Michelle Jones had been decapitated, disemboweled, and had her heart and organs removed. Her head was placed next to her body. It was extremely precise, like a doctor had done it. So during the investigation of all of this, police went to Brant's house on Big Pine to investigate, and they found extensive collections of surgery-themed books and posters. He actually had a poster hanging on the back of the door of how to, of where the organs were and like how to remove organs. There were searches on his computer about how to do autopsies and Victoria's Secret magazines. Ugh. Brand is actually linked to 26 unsolved Florida murders. 26. There were 26 other murders where they were all the same. Those slices, the same slices, the same organs removed. Everything was the same. It was the same MO. There was actually a girl here who lived on a, a boat and she was on her dinghy and they found her murdered on her dinghy mm -hmm. and literally the same organs had been removed and everything. That was at Big Pine. Yep. I remember all that. You do? The stories, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He had told his friend that he murdered his mom. I think he told his friend that he murdered his mom and his friend was like, I need to tell his wife and never did. And I, that poor guy, I don't know who that is, but I feel really bad for him. Those are my crazy murders and, and my true crime of keys, but there are some, some random facts about down here. Um, uh, oh, Betty Newmar. Do you guys know who Betty... Do you know who Betty Newmar is? No. Betty Newmar... Um, See, I told you this is your... It like, is. I don't know any of these names. Well, you should get to know... Recognize. You should get to know afterwards. this because this is, this is something you need to know. She mm. murdered five husbands. 
I'm sorry, she didn't murder. She's suspected of murdering. Mm, a black widow. Married five times. Mm. Murdered. All of her husbands were murdered. Uh, number three, her third husband, uh, died of a quote-unquote self-inflicted gunshot wound and they in their house in Big Pine. So. Let me guess, he shot himself in his back. <laughs> yes. Um, Big Pine... Don't say anything bad about Big Pine. I'm bad. It's kind of, kind of the, uh, I don't know. If you're from the Maryland D.C. area, it's the Woodbridge or Waldorf. It's the PG County. No, no, it's the Waldorf or the Woodbridge. Um, Why is everybody has one of those areas? It's, (laughs) but it's not that. It's the deliverance of most places. Stop it, everyone. Listen, just because there's like it's it's very it's much wider than any part of the Keys. Uh, there's a lot of hidden streets. Get, get, get compare, a little hillbilly-ish. Compare Big Pine to Stock Island. Stock Island is like the ghetto. Part of it, but it's starting to clean up. I just want True you fact, to know. True fact. We just learned recently, didn't know it. If you're traveling into Key West, Stock Island's on your left. The part on your right is not considered Stock Island. It's actually can still considered and be as a part of Key West, Key Haven, College Road That's area. That's because rich people don't want to be associated exactly. with Stock Island. It's the same freaking island. It's the same island, but they separated it by entity, which is insane. We just learned this recently. Can I just tell you the opinions of Keith are not the opinions of Kelly when it comes to the people of Big Pine and Stock Island? I didn't Island. say the people. I said it's like the back You said hillbilly. What makes a hillbilly? The people? There is a little more country to it. (laughs) The opinions of Keith are not the opinions of Kelly or the local side of Key West. Oh, Lord. Trademark. (laughs) Lawyers. Legal talk. (laughs) Just want you to know. Uh, Anyway. Uh, My last random fact of true crime is... I don't know this guy's name, and I really don't care if I pronounce it right because he's a dick. Oops. (laughs) And you're giving me shit about what I said. Wait, he is, though. Man. Catalin Lupu, I don't care if I say it right. What do y'all think of Kelly now? Was arrested uh, recently, and he is one of the biggest sex traffickers in the United States, and he was arrested here in Sugarloaf. Not Big Vine. (laughs) I knew we were going to say that. (laughs) I kind of wish he was arrested Big Vine after that conversation. Sugarloaf's on his way there. (laughs) Stop it. You stop that. He does not mean this stuff, you guys. I just want to tell you that right now. All right. This is my last Halloween episode. One, I ran out of haunted things to talk about because my husband doesn't want to go on all the tours with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> but do. Anybody want to know the real truth of that? Kelly works me day and night and weekends, too. When I actually have off on the weekends, I have to work for Kelly on her concierge business. Damn right you do. So I'm not quite sure when we would have had time to do any of those things. Can I read a review now? Can you take it back? I take it back. All right. Thank you for helping me uh-huh. all the time. Next week, we'll be back to the normal local side of Key West. None of the creepy, gory stuff that you guys... Get back to the useful information about coming to Key West. <laughs> you guys don't think it's useful to know there was a serial killer here? Pretty sure it's not a tourism love. <laughs> you don't think the TDC is talking about not. serial killers? <laughs> all right, you guys. I'm going to read another review. This is the best review on the entire planet. Not to take away from anybody else's great review. Oh, it's taking away from everybody's oh, great review. You know why? Because my mom wrote it. Oh. <laughs> Best podcast 
ever. Actually, it says best Key West podcast ever. Uh, from Minty Fresh. <laughs> if you are going to Key West or just love it, be sure to listen to these podcasts. There's so much information and fun tips. You won't want to miss an episode. Be sure to check out the Concierge Girl if you want to add extra fun to your trip. Oh, you have the best reviews on earth. My mom is the mint on the pillow. She's amazing. And that is the mint on the pillow review. If you guys want me to read your review, please come here to Apple Podcast and leave a review. Five stars, please. And that's it. Sorry, guys. Next week will be peppy and fun and uplifting and happy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Bye.